Previously on Critically Stupid. Hey guys, uh, sorry to interrupt. This is Watchman Adam. Um, I, I I know you were expecting somebody else, but the scary lady, the one with the bow and the dog, uh, she told me to do a recap or, or she was going to throw a book at my head. I think she's sick. Um, so I'll do it really quick, okay, because I'm super nervous. So last week, uh, the scary one, Mel, uh, pulled Ursula Floxen, the, the big scary Russian gangster, out of the water. And he was hurt because one of his associates, some guy named Travis, stabbed him. Um, and then Rainier Neverember came up. He's the rich guy that's always bullying people. He came up and said, I'll kill him. And then uh, everybody's best friend, Arnold, uh, actually got in the way and said, like, no, he deserves to live, which is crazy because I've never seen Arnold take a stand for anything ever. Um, and uh, so Tess healed the, the gangster, Ursula Floxen. Um, and then uh, in the background... Uh, Gareth, I guess, was art was wrestling an old lady and like kind of I got I guess he was kind of losing. And then she turned out to to be a lady called L, aka the priestess. I'm not quite sure what her real name is. Uh, but she said that when Ursula's men attacked her, something was knocked uh, out of the bottom of her cabin into the water, and and it was really important to her, and she wanted it back. Um, and and of course, this whole time the guys are trying to find this this stone of stone of galore. I want to say because it was ta- it was taken by um by Yala Gralhuns, Lady Yala Gralhuns, excuse me, uh uh. Nimble right. And so um, she said that she knew where the nimble right was with the stone and that if they gave her, whoever gave her her picture back first would get, uh, would get the stone. Um, and then I guess Gareth uh, tossed a bunch of silver coins down the hole and asked, uh, asked Travis for help, which seems weird because he did just stab a guy like 18 seconds ago. But uh, I guess we'll see how it goes. construction on my building and I have like a hanging shelf and then there was like vibrating the walls so the plant fell off and the pot and it landed on my keyboard which is now cracked and missing buttons oh my god um, that keyboard then, from like 1998 yeah dude, that's, the, that's the key it's mechanical so it goes clickety clackety it makes the good finger feel Mm-hmm. Um, only and then the plant the committed suicide, so now it's a mess trying to, so trying to live. It's in like plant ICU. <laughs> no idea how many plants are in here. I so, mean, we could, I could see a few. It looks nice. Two. Two. Another ones are doing meh. They're doing okay. I got plants. I got plants over there. You can see them. I, I, I look at them. That's your money tree, right? 
That's I right. As, a- as Alexander Hamilton, he's my pride oh, and joy. Do you, guys, do you guys want to see my only plant? Yeah, let me let me grab it real quick. I have. I also have these little ceramic cactuses from IKEA. Um, That's adorable. Oh, you have a bonsai. It's, it's a, a Lego, Lego bonsai. It's a Lego bonsai. Oh, my that. friend has that. Because I can't keep. I can't take Lego care of plants to save my life. No, me I've neither. Right. Plants are my, my children. On my desk, I've got this little guy. Oh, what is it? It's a triad triadiscata triadiscata triadiscata. It's got a horribly, Scat horribly man. defensive street name. <laughs> oh, oh, is it the wandering <laughs> one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the wandering yeah. one that I don't say out loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just did. Uh, my other baby. Look at her leaves. Ooh. How beautiful. That's and there's some I really like that. My actually. cat likes the on it. Dang. I love I love plants. Okay. What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning into soon to be world famous, soon to be world famous. Fucked it up. Dungeons and Dragons. I'm gonna keep going. I'll give a soon to be world flavor town. Soon to be world flavor town. Dungeons and Dragons real play podcast, critically stupid. Where we are. It's pronounced Fieri. Fieri. Oh well, fuck me very much. All right, go on. Uh, I am your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, Alexander James. My favorite part of uh, last episode was uh, Mel's growth arc as she uh, continues to defend somebody she uh, low key doesn't really have many reasons to, but is doing it out of. Um, I don't. I don't know why she's doing it, but I'm really excited to find out. And I think Diana's doing a great job with that. And I'm here for growth arcs. Uh, and I'm going to say Jess goes next. Hi, my name is Jess. I play Test, who is a druid cow. Um, my favorite part of last episode was when Gareth did just like a very clever um, little little hack at the end, and Alex is completely stumped uh, when when he like rifled through the pocket. And then like dropped gold for Fuck, or yeah. silver for uh Travis. Travis. Um, and, yeah, then, Travis and then and then our dear dissed me. And our dear dear was just was flabbergasted, which I love to see. I cut out um, I cut out like seven full seconds of me just like leaning back in my chair thinking, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> That was great. It was really good. Um Anthony, you can go next. Okay. I'm Anthony. I play Arnold the Bard, and my favorite part of the last episode, honestly, I don't remember as much as I should. I remember what everyone else did. Uh, my favorite thing that I got to do was I got to stop, uh, you know, someone with with the dagger. That was pretty cool. I got to, like, you know, Arnold took a step forward and actually, like, took Literally action. took a stand. Took a stand and didn't want this to happen, even though Rainier was kind of his friend. So it's it, it was getting complicated, and I like that. I like that Arnold's finally having some complicated interactions with people, so that was nice. So... Diana. Uh, hi, my name is Diana. I play Mel. Um, my favorite part of last episode was um, I'm actually going to say uh, Arnold's growth arc truly going like the opposite direction of Mel. Like like we we saw some shit in that other episode and just came out i think getting a puppy softened me but uh but either way you know it's it is it is growth i'm i'm here for for growth i do my my second favorite part would have been garyan's plan actually garyan you've had like solid plans the last few of these episodes while the rest of us are just like fucking off i'm here for it it's your turn 
I'm pretty sure. Uh, hello, my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my <laughs> father. Prepared to die. I play Gareth. He's a rogue. Uh, I think my favorite part of the last episode has got to be when everyone was having like a real serious debate on whether or not to kill Eugene. And just in the background, Gareth is like sumo wrestling a, an <laughs> old woman. And like fighting to do well, I might add. Just yeah, like, he's like not struggling. winning. Like it's pretty close. <laughs> Okay. In my head, Garion and the old, like their old lady, have like some serious chemistry. Um, so I'm, I'm shipping them real hard right now. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. It's the outlier couple, but I can I can stand it. I can stand it. Um, we have uh, a guest coming on to the show today. I'm going to let her in um, in just a second. But I wanted to, as always, uh, beg the listeners' uh, patience as we sort of like fumble our way through having a guest. It's not exactly the most, I don't know normal thing for the show so um help us out on that if you would and by help us out i mean just listen and be patient and laugh at our jokes and make us feel good so hello hello, hello. hi uh everybody this is sabine am i pronouncing that right it's actually sabina damn it oh <laughs> everybody this idiot. is sabina and i'm an ignorant buffoon Pick her out. Reintroduce her. Let's do this. Yeah, everybody yeah. Out, out, out and back in. I think that's a. I think that's a good use of everybody's time. Um, Sabina, thank you so much for coming on with us today. Thank you for having me. I'm super uh, excited. You're just past the part in the episode where we talk about all of our favorite bits from last episode. But uh, having not been here for last episode, you probably don't have any, unless you do. And I'm Make wildly one misinformed. Make one up. Um, it was the up. theme yeah, really song. The theme song, or possibly the recap song, if there was one. Um, a plus yeah good good shot Loved yeah that's it. uh my main man uh anthony came up with that theme song sort of hook line and sinker no matter what either way I, like, <laughs> he also does the, he also does yeah, the recap songs say, you. apparently your favorite part is anthony that's gonna go straight just to his week. head just the beginning though the rest of it i'm just silent yeah it's just <laughs> the first the first 30 seconds and then just like clown then noises then I, yeah, yeah and anthony has way too much self-esteem so you're gonna have to we're gonna have to tone it down a little bit. Take him down a peg. I'll give you some notes on the theme song uh, after the show. <laughs> oh my god! And note number one: it's shit. Uh... <laughs> Honestly, like I love our theme song, and I love how many times I made Anthony fucking go back and do it. Like my man went to bat for me like five times because every time I was like, "This is good." Not quite there though, and he was like, "I'm gonna murder you." And to be fair, he should have. Um, Alex, okay, have... so no, it's sorry, fair. I was just gonna take and more I'll... time to get like another personal dig at you, but we should move on. Honestly, fucking go for it, my man. Never I don't have a lot planned for today. I, I, was just gonna, I was just gonna call you out for Alex having like no musical experience. It's like actually. <laughs> Like, that's exactly close. what it was wasn't it i framed it like that every time i was like i don't really know what i'm talking about but this feels off and anthony was like cool <laughs> yeah this this feels right. great for me <laughs> let's do this four more times okay um so we are going to open um you are all walking down the streets of Waterdeep. uh it is getting late turning towards evening um the shops on the street are uh, starting to to light up their insides for sort of like the last hours of evening trade um you are uh walking following instructions uh gareth somebody recommended a shop uh in this part of water deep to solve your uh conundrum that you got from l um who do you think recommended this shop to you um what what does the shop sell or they just said it's going to help us out 
They said it was very vague. They just said it was going to help out. Uh, I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was the guy who handed us those weird invites and also gave me that letter at the, um, you know, the, you know, the weird yeah, gruff guy okay. who I don't remember that. the name Terrell, of. Terrell O. Larson. Oh, yes. Yeah. Should I be remembering more than I do? Yeah, I don't remember anything. Yeah, Diana, you're recapping this episode, so you're going to need to remember more than you do on average. Well, fuck. Just send me the notes. I was like, did she reach for the notebook or the wine? Are you, <laughs> when have I ever had a notebook at any point in all of I this? I feel like never. you started with one like way back I keep notes. All right. Oh, I've never it, kept notes. This is the same store name that uh, was on the letter that was left for uh, Gareth. Sabina, I think you. Uh, I think on the other side of this glass, you hear the last vestiges of this of this argument as they sort of like roll up to the other side of uh, this store. Yeah, I think I'm just annoyed uh, that there's so much commotion out there. Sick. Okay. <laughs> like get back to like sketching in a little notebook. All right. Who's going in first? I suppose Gareth is going in first because he was the one who was tipped off. Okay. Uh, Gareth, you step into this shop. Um, and as soon as you walk in, you can you can tell that the sign above the door, I guess before you walk in, um, pretty fancy, hanging on like a nice iron chain. Uh, the 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 scroll work done on the on it is pretty elegant, pretty eleganza. Um, Marie's magical mixtures. Um there's like a there's like a beaker pouring like into a cauldron. There's like a little explosion of like rainbow sparkles that actually almost seems to like dance and shimmer as you it walk was beneath it. Really nice of them to include pictures for him. Right. I mean, it's yeah, that's the only reason that Gareth knows where he's going because again, can't read. I don't know why I bothered to tell you what was on the sign, Gareth. You don't fucking know. I'm looking at the looking at the letter like ah shit, the fonts are different. I can't I can't really <laughs> can't really tell if it lines up. Uh, but you step inside. Um, and you are looking at like floor to ceiling racks and bookshelves and temporary racks on wheels of potions and flasks and tiny cauldrons uh, in every shade of the rainbow. And some of them are like uh, lit with like glowing orbs inside of them moving around like little tiny fairies. Some of them are like pitch black and almost seem to like soak in the light. Um, but important uh, question. Please. Are they sorted by color so they're all in like a nice gradient? Uh, I will leave that up to the shop owner to to tell me. Uh, definitely not. Excellent. Chaos <laughs> it is. They're sorted by like a uh, primary ingredient. Wow. Um, but they, they do have some pictures on them, so you can tell uh, what some of them do, maybe. Nice. That's yeah. that's so thoughtful. Tess, did you did you have something? Oh, Tess is wondering what it smells like when the door opened. Um, oh, that's a great question. It smells like um Science, just sort of like right off the dome. Yeah. Um, like science? Yeah, you know. What does science smell like, Bestie? Acetone? Like. It smells like acetone, obviously, oh. Diana. Like, oh, okay. Acetone and like Bunsen burners, oh, okay. uh, you know, metal. Okay. Yeah. And okay. then underneath that test, very slightly unwashed flesh. Uh, so, <laughs> Gareth, you walk into the store and there's a, there's a countertop uh, and sitting on a stool uh, sketching uh, behind a paper riddled countertop is Sabina. Uh, yeah. Uh, Marie Cleveau is a small human woman. Uh, she has uh, goggles uh, over her eyes, but they're not like cool, like steampunk goggles. They're like prescription goggles. So her mm -hmm. eyes are just like really big and silly looking. Um, she has uh, kind of like 
black spiky hair that's up uh but when you look closer it's actually not spiky it's just like burnt um <laughs> she's wearing uh leather armor um with like canvas overalls kind of just loosely over it um that are just covered in pockets with like notebooks and tools and quills uh sticking out uh she's also wearing two fanny packs and a utility belt uh with just even more vials uh and then uh she's got uh boots and gloves that are like they look kind of like some sort of rubbery material but it's like slimy Wow, uh, you were so much more ready to describe God, you. I'm so, I have you never described so anything that well in the entire game. Do you know what I did, Sabina? I was so unprepared. I said she was wearing overalls and she had a tea out. And that was that's all I had. I think it's because I've been in the position of being asked to describe my character and having I nothing. no idea. So Wait, whenever, somebody, whenever somebody happened to describe my character, I can usually get it done in two sentences. I was going to say, like, <laughs> have you guys ever felt so immediately outclassed on your own show yeah. that you kind of want to just, like, pack it up? It was amazing. Hey, the last oh my time God. you asked us to describe our characters, nobody said anything, and uh, Garion had to make something up. That's but correct. It stuck. Yeah. yeah, that was my amazing. The vibe that I was going for was like Edna from The Incredibles. Better but, like, than the rest yes. of us? Yeah. Because like, if so. Just <laughs> generally superior. <laughs> All right, uh, Gareth, this is what you see sort of walking into the room. Behind the desk sketching, you said? That's what I said. I think. Right. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> so, so I think Gareth takes in. Um, he, he, he leads back to the party. Ah, ah, potions were always my favorite form of magic because it's the only form of magic that you could take from somebody else. Uh, yes, you know, this, this is a benefit of potions. I mean, you know, there are like a lot of practical appli applicabilities that I think uh, would maybe be more impressive than stealing. But uh, can, uh, hello, can I help you? Uh, welcome to Melly's Magical Mixtures. Uh, what is it that I can do for you today? Uh, yeah, we were actually looking for water-breathing potions, if you had any. Oh, you know, I don't have any. My connect has not uh, been in town uh, recently for those, but if you need... Uh, what is it that you're trying to do underwater? I might be able to help you out in another way. Ah, breathe mostly. Um, <laughs> Occasionally, <laughs> my connect is also not in town for a while. Yeah, Sabina, this is my, an adult show. You can just say drug dealer. <laughs> scientists use connect, all right? <laughs> That's cool. Oh, yeah, I know. I also know what scientists do, sort of day to day. <laughs> Uh, everybody else is in is in this shop as well. Arnold and uh, uh, Mel, if you're hanging out by the back, you're all in here. And um, even from a cursory inspection, the the wares on this uh, on all of these bookshelves are fucking wild. Like you guys haven't spent a whole lot of time in uh, arcane shops, sort of throughout Waterdeep. It's pretty much just been wicked wares and wiles, and then like whatever you need to like resupply food wise, I guess. Um, so this is definitely a departure from from your norm. Oh, there are several of you. Okay. Um. <laughs> I think um, Mel would probably be standing more towards the back of the door um, for two reasons. Well, one, there's Josh Pat, and, mm -hmm. you know, we never know how people are going to feel about a dog, even though he's adorable and just <laughs> amazing. 
Um, and two, I think she's still like kind of annoyed with the way things went down, kind of frustrated with how everything went down. She's, she's not interested in like all the chaos that's going on in this shop. She's kind of like, let's just get this over with and move on to the, to the next. Um, so I guess just being her normal brooding self in the corner with a dog. By the way, I feel like it's important to mention that I'm picturing, um, the fairy godmother's workshop from Shrek 2. Mm. I'm not Ooh. not picturing that. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm picturing now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's that's cool. I'm fine with that. I think Tess would be um really pumped because I think she'd love like the whole like the, the whole vibe of the thing. Um, so she I think she's going around like 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 sniffing all of the little the stuff <laughs> nice. and like probably touching stuff she shouldn't be like picking it up and like looking at it and like some of them smell delicious. So she's kind of low key like I bet I could drink this because she's always hungry. <laughs> Um, Tess picks one up. Holy around, shit, like, this one touching... turns you into a cow. <laughs> <laughs> Tess, you, like see, one. Yeah. you see one that looks like a, like a llama, but then when you roll, or there's, it looks like a skull, <laughs> but then when you roll it up, it's a llama. <laughs> Bubblegum yep, pig. Weird. Labeled poison. Parentheses, <laughs> poison for Cusco. Cusco. If, you're, uh, if you're going to smell that one, uh, let me know so I can start uh, taking notes. Um, we, haven't, <laughs> we haven't tested it on anyone yet. She's like, have you, do, would you be interested in testing it on a cow? I wouldn't it is worth, not it is worth be interested. Right now that you are being asked this by a person. So. Yeah, 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 by a person. Uh, you know, I, yes. If you have a cow to test on, let me know. Okay. We can work out a deal. Cool, okay, I'll hit you up later. Or yeah, not. Your cow connect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, my cow connect also left town recently, so it's perfect. <laughs> nice. It's rough out there. It is <laughs> rough. Fantasy COVID, it just hit. Yeah, it's like, you know. I mean, I wouldn't have gotten through fantasy COVID without a fantasy connect. <laughs> um, <laughs> In the price I'm, of fantasy I'm, eggs? Oh my God. I'm looking at the potions, fantasy which, economy. I'm looking at the potions, which I imagine the little pictures are similar to like. The little stick figures on caution wet signs. Oh yeah, so yeah that, sure. That's how they're yeah, labeled yeah. picturally. So I'm like, oh. there's a couple of them that are like sliding backwards. There are a couple of them that are like bent over and like something <laughs> is coming out of their mouth. Um, there's a couple of them that look like they're just like being sucked up into the top of the bottle, which is pretty ominous <laughs> looking. I'm not gonna lie. Like, one one has... just dead on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would love a uh, perception check from Arnold. Yes. Okay. Can I size these guys up too at the same time? Absolutely. Hit me with an insight Sick. check, please. Nothing. Okay. Also, uh, Marie's French accent is a thousand times better than mine, and I'm not not upset about it. <laughs> I got 18. I'm really intimidated by pronouncing the R in her name, so I, I, I may just. I would like any and all future guests to do better French accents than Bestie. It's, I'll tell you it's what, a high it's standard. a low bar. Uh, <laughs> Arnold, before before uh, Marie gives me this inside check, one thing that you notice sort of off the jump, the, the the back of this store doesn't go back as far as it should. Like even standing here, the, like the little like wares spot where the where they're selling potions is only like five feet deep, and then the with the counter, it's like another like five or eight feet total. Like okay. this store is missing a good chunk of itself somewhere. Interesting. Okay. Um, so I want I look at like all the bottles and you said that they're kind of like magical things, almost as if there's something inside of the bottles. I, I kind of look at them. It's like, 
oh my gosh, are these living fairy creatures? And I look at the cow and I'm just like, are these your people? (laughs) (laughs) So, so I'm like, maybe they keep the rest of them in the back. No, not that I, that's that's dark. I love it. (laughs) Uh, Who told you about the back? There's no back. Just like Spencer. <laughs> uh, Sabina, what'd you, what'd you roll on that inside check? Uh, I rolled an 18. Ooh, that's quite high. Mm-hmm. Um, standing in front of you are, uh, I'm going to put it charitably, four ding-dongs. Mm. Four real <laughs> excellent <grade-A> losers. <laughs> um, We're so cute. One of them Especially is Josh wearing, one of them is a medium-sized person with big hair uh, wearing overalls. One of them person. is an intimidating person wearing a cloak with a small... Uh, a dark furred uh, wolf pup at her side. Um, one of them is clearly a bard. Uh, an inside check of two would have told you that one, sort of just right off the jump. Um, and the other one is Gareth. Interesting. Uh, this is a question. Um, which which one of your potions is like the best tasting one? Asking for a friend. I mean. I'll be honest, I don't uh, brew them for taste exactly. None of them are uh, great, um, but I'll like take one like little tiny glittery one off the shelf uh, and hand it to you. Maybe All we right, should thanks. find out what that does before we give it to her. It definitely like, has the lid off and you guys are all like, <laughs> far too oh we're like, don't drink that. Don't. Don't drink that. I've got like the the, the notebook out. I'm like ready. <laughs> Mel, You're like Mel's staring gonna, at her. Mel's gonna step forward and like take it and like just put oh. it back on the shelf. This is just pouting. And then as it goes on like... the shelf, Arnold takes it back and she's just like <laughs> we're like looking at each other. Like, Mel's hey, gonna yeah, let that yeah. one happen because she's dead on the inside, and she's just gonna say like, "Can we just can we just get this over with?" Oh, did I mute? This Don't person? drink that, Arnold. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Uh, we really only need water breathing potions to get the fucking picture from the bottom of the lake, um, or whatever we need them for. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but if any of you can think of any potions or other mystical bottled so- wonders, could well. Oh, I'm just wondering: is there something that would just dry up the ocean? <laughs> <laughs> we just cause utter catastrophe in the right. fantasy world, right? Just like just, murder a you whole just see bunch global of... warming. This is I pull this out is the world's biggest thing. desiccant packet. <laughs> yeah, it's like a packet just... of sponges. Yeah. <laughs> this is a test solution, okay? If you are trying just to get to the uh, bottom of the harbor, I may have a, a alternative solution. Um, I pull out kind of an old uh, flyer uh, that says uh, Marie's uh, Bathysphere Tours. Um, and it's you might got, have like, to read it to, to Gareth. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the rogue just sort of looks at you with a puzzled expression. Uh, Language barrier. Okay, I see. You don't know what a Bathysphere is. So it, this is a kind of like a vehicle that I have invented uh, that will allow us to go under the water. Is it a submarine? Um, yeah, I don't know what that world is, but uh, maybe fantasy it, submarine. <laughs> it definitely, it definitely is a fantasy. It's submarine. a dumb marine yeah. in in fantasy world. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, my vehicle, uh, it needs a little bit of repair. Um, I need a certain part that I have not been able to get, but such a 
fine, distinguished uh, party such as yourselves, maybe you could uh, help me achieve this kind of you scratch my back, I scratch yours, and then maybe you help me with one other uh, really tiny errand when we go under, and then uh, you, you can use it for whatever you need. And I'll throw in a magical item. Huh? Ah. Huh? Ah. Uh, but, uh, what are the details on A, the errand you request when we get under the water, and also the magic item? I love Gareth's sullen silence <laughs> right up until somebody offered him a magic item, and then he was like, whoa, hold on a second. Hold the goddamn phone. <laughs> well, you know, basically in the toy store right now. She's just down for anything. She's like, this was great. She's so cool. Uh, so uh, the first things first, we'll need the part for the bathysphere. Uh, I don't know. I'm not keen on getting a part for a thing that we might not use if then you tell us your errand and your errand low-key sucks. So how about you just tell us what the errand is? Mel's still real cranky. <sighs> God That's how I talk damn. to Skyrim, how I talk to Skyrim NPCs. <laughs> uh, well, um, okay, I will try to be uh, blunt. Uh, we need to go to a graveyard and get a pass. It's no big deal. Oh yeah, that's fine. We could do that. We've uh, oh, we've yeah, done more. We did. We went to this morgue. Oh, yeah, oh, he's got experience. I don't know where Arnold is on everyone's screens, but he's got experience playing dead. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, see, I knew you guys were uh, the right ones for the job. So um, Arnold wants to ask, Maria, um, so so do you keep the, 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 the fantasy submarine in the back? Is that why you have so much room back there? Uh, well, I built it back there, so, you know, at, at oh, one so point. It's, oh. it's just kind of a workshop back there. You don't need to worry about it, all right? It's not... It's confidential. Can we take a look at it? Do you have a fantasy no. Frankenstein monster back there? That Absolutely not! Who told you that? No! <laughs> Because that's the only other time I've ever gotten dead bodies in my my past. I, if if you know, they all know the story. It's it's you know my birthday. Oh, no, I was nine is... years old. Um, Wait, do I know part... this story? No. <laughs> Everybody knows it but you, bestie. Hey, this hey, is... hey! I hate that. That's not a dynamic I enjoy as the, as the arbiter of this world. We, we all have, have relationships we all have a group outside chat without of you. you, where we talk about the sessions behind your back. There's like it's a separate Discord. It's, <laughs> it's oh. critically stupid minus Alex. <laughs> it's called better critically stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if we have to make Sabina fucking try to offer us this quest for okay, the okay. fifth time, oh, I'm gonna right. actually oh, no, explode. It's, listen, it's a biological component because there are certain you know parts of the bathysphere that need you know waterproofing, uh, energy, etc. It's not there's no monster. Everything's fine and cool. The giant fish. If you're cool, I'm cool. Be honest. <laughs> the giant fish. <laughs> I mean, what is your definition of fish? You know, like it's all fish, fish would Giant be my subjective. definition of fish. fish uh, typically, of you know what? I'm gonna go broad here living thing with gills. <laughs> Hang on a second, I'm gonna step above table and say a shark is not a fish. No, a shark is a fish. I'm gonna say that no, in the it, for the reasons I'm asking, that's close <laughs> enough. A shark all is right. a fish, actually. I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna waste any more <laughs> of Sabina's time. Is this gonna on be air? the new? Because like that's that's I cannot possibly <laughs> agree with, with the fact that a shark is a fish. Anyway, a shark is um, a fish. It's a, it's a fish. I actually I will die on this hill. I believe her. Yeah. Yes, it it's a bony fish or a cartilage fish. What did you just call me? <laughs> so, okay. So um, Arnold would <laughs> ask. Oh, oh, 
okay um so where where do you think we can get these parts like do you have you know some guidance for us about this what sort of part do you need? oh yeah i'll come with you it's you know I friends just would like to have yes. some backups like i'm i'm just like oh okay i'm arnold these are my friends uh <laughs> like it's nice to meet you i'm so glad to make uh, new best friends it's nice to meet all of you my name is uh, marie Clavo. um you... nice to meet you i'm tess um where did you get your overalls because you have so many pockets and i have like two Oh, you know, I actually uh, made them myself because uh, there weren't enough pockets on any that you could get from the store. And, uh, oh you know, I like to think I'm handy. You know, I create a lot of things. So if you want a pair. Do you, do you make any that would fit a cow and then sometimes fit a person? <laughs> like you could put a cow in a pocket or like a cow could wear them. Because oh, I think I mean, either one. could yes. wear it and then, and then a person could wear it off. Definitely cow in the pocket. That's my favorite <laughs> I just write down cow overalls question mark in my notepad. Yes. Be, be, before we leave this wonderful stall, do you have any of uh, those like magic smoke bombs? You know, you throw them at the ground and it goes poof, and then the whole area is all smoking. You can't see. I like that. Do I have any of those magic smoke bombs? I don't want to give away too many items I, to you guys. I think. I think. Yeah. I think somebody is <laughs> somebody is obviously handy as yourself who can put together cow overalls. Definitely hasn't been able to figure out like a like a really simple sort of like cloudy ball scenario. Perfect. I mean. Oh yeah, cloudy balls. balls. Yeah, I have several. Yeah. You, you, yeah, you should see. <laughs> it's just, just gunpowder inside of a wet a water balloon. <laughs> that sounds horrifying. <laughs> what kind of anarchist cookbook have you been reading in your uh, yeah, time? Yeah, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll buy two of the cloudy balls. Cloudy balls sounds need. like like a pharmacy, like you know those pharmaceutical ads where like may cause ex explosive crying, <laughs> diarrhea, and cloudy balls. Cloudy balls. May cause cloudy <laughs> balls. <laughs> Episode title. Uh, Gareth, let's may let's call it like. I think this is actually going to be on the pricier side. I think it's going to be two gold pieces. I think it's going to be a gold piece each. I mean, Sabina, runs, like, Sabina runs a dope yeah, I'm store. Like super branded, each ball, so. one for each ball. Alex, listen, the supply chain—it's not good right now. Okay, it's her not drug my dealer fault. has been out of town. Yeah, we've all been there. All right, um, let's do a smash cut. Smash cut. Um, I think you arrange uh, a time and a place, and it is uh, the deep and soulless part of night. Uh, when the four of you open a creaky iron gate leading to the City of the Dead, otherwise known as Waterdeep's uh, Cemetery, a sprawling multi-acre uh, plot of land on Waterdeep's eastern side that covers uh, many, many hills and sunken valleys and uh, grand family mausoleums standing next to, to simple whitewashed stone. Um, and waiting for you uh, up a little ways with a shielded lantern is uh, Marie. Um However, there's a there's a look of consternation on her face as uh, Marie, you went to go to your uh, normal spot, mm -hmm. but unfortunately, it was uh, it was closed due to construction. There Fantasy appeared to be COVID. several several hastily thrown up barriers and uh, like do not cross tape. Um, so you are uh, uh, forced with the decision of having to find a new spot or or brave past the the warning measures. Oh, you know, I'm sure they just put these there to keep people out. It's not a big deal. Let's just let's go through. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's typically valid, why yeah. they put up doing our end of the signs. Yes, I'd agree. <laughs> All right. Fuck yeah. We ball. Um, you guys follow Marie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, past, 
I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. You have to follow the accent well, every time. Okay. <laughs> Uh, past several of these signs, you like like she unhooks like uh one of the of the do not cross signs like ushers you in, and then she unhooks like a second, a third, a fourth. She like moves a do not cross like sign stanchion that's been dug into the ground. And says no, 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 it's fine, don't worry, and like ushers you through into a uh, a sunken hollow of the city of the dead. More humble uh, tombs that are less of the grand family mausoleums and more just like a handful of like iron doors punched into the the earth walls that are forming this sort of like shallow valley. Um, Marie, I'm curious, what kind of like what kind of like tools do you bring on this sort of gig? Oh, um, you know, I have uh, quite a few things. Uh, my normal uh, toolkit, uh, artisan's tools. I have some thieves tools, you know, you never know what you're going to need. Uh, it's just useful. Uh, I also have tinkers tools, uh, navigators tools. Uh, Smith's tools. Uh, Smith's the tools. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, I left the anvil uh, in the he workshop. Has but... Two fanny He's packs. Got a lot of pockets. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys All see right, Mar- guys, these Ma- Marie's fanny packs cut. are fucking massive. I every time she takes a step, it's like. It's like walking next to a loose change jar. Yeah. Just don't fall into the water and try to swim without emptying your pockets. Oh my God! In three hours later. Topic, Sabina. I've heard about encumbrance and the. uh... It's not encumbrance is the thing, though, Sabina. (laughs) It's not encumbrance. Encumbrance is a logical fucking paradigm of rules that this game has built into it. No, no, no. This is my cast member and dear friend, boon companion Diana. Weapon, be right. Just had what oh, god damn it, I'll say it one too many glasses of wine and decided that she could swim 70 feet after having robbed an entire bank vault <laughs> worth of stuff. And I was like, hey, you gotta drop some of that stuff, you're not gonna be able to swim. And she's this bullshit, I'm strong like Polish ox. And I was like, Well, you gotta drop some of it. And then we argued for eight and a half run airtime minutes that I had to cut out because she was drunk was and stubborn. This was, so was before my time, and I'm so sad to have missed it. Oh, so good. That sounds amazing. I'm, I, can you send me the uh, footage? No, nobody it so has bad. it. Nobody will. Because what it she went... needs to take from <laughs> this, really, though, is perseverance pays off. Yes. <clears throat> Marie, as, oui. you guys wa- as you wander into your hollow of the dead, um, is this, this is your normal spot. So how, how, um, how do I put this lightly? How many of these graves have you defiled in the light of the Lord and our, our God, Jesus Christ? How Sorry, fantasy Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. How many are there? Like, um, in this assessment? hollow, I, I think Jesus? there's about a dozen. Oh, yeah, all of them for sure. Yeah, you know, okay. I kind of I like to keep tabs on like what's where. Um, so it's kind of like another storage area for me, really. Like, all right, I, yeah. I'm sorry, I, I zoned for like two seconds just enough to come back to think that for some reason there were a dozen fantasy Jesus, Jesus. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm familiar with all of them. People, it's the, it's the multiverses of Christ. We have the cross necklace, but there's there's just twelve crosses. <laughs> I, I like That's... to imagine all of the like bones and bodies are def- like out of the tombs and desecrated, but they're all like neatly labeled and stuff. That's <laughs> so exactly. They're like organized yeah. by yeah. size. Okay. <laughs> um, 
I think as you walk into this hollow, um, you all see Marie sort of like set down to business. She puts down uh, her fanny pack and then her other fanny pack and then her satchel and then her bag of tricks and then her navigator's tools and then her smith tools. Um, wow, sort of like all. unstrapping like a like a one-person army, dropping all of these things. Um, I think it's, it's probably Mel who notices it first. Um, Mel, you see a light shine on in one of these tombs uh sort of behind an open iron door um which is which is odd to you because uh, all of these doors are closed um but you see a uh elderly man with a a bristly white sam elliott style mustache and like a a, a dope ass fade uh walk out of this tomb and say well now who's who's this she Oh shit, hide. I've been working on my old man voice, guys. I'm so excited. That was good. pretty good. It's good. Oh good. I liked it. I was a big it's fan so of that. good. I'm I'm the only one that hears him or I Well, just you've saw got the best first. you get the you've got the best passive perception, so you saw him first. But everyone can hear him now though. Yeah, right? he's he doesn't make any effort to be quiet. And in fact, when he looks, he clocks all of you. Um What does he smell he's, like? And that's a great that's a great question. Um he smells like cold earth test probably because he did just come from inside a hill um but he also smells like uh vick's vapor rub and werther's originals incredible oh, oh. wait um what's josh Pat's the... like josh pat's josh pat's ears perk up and he does sort of like stand up to attention a little bit he's paying he's he's little dog goes on alert okay okay and what did he say again please use the voice well now which What's the shishé? Hey, what's going on? What's going on with you? I'm just, you know, Who out are for you? a little. What are you doing? I'm just, my name's Clarence. Uh, it's out for a little midnight jog. Uh, and by that I mean a walk because my knees aren't what they used to be. Uh, he's wearing. Um, walking if your knees aren't what they used to be, Clarence. He's wearing uh, car ca uh, khaki cargo shorts, Birkenstocks with socks. Uh, and a button-up shirt with two breast pockets that he's got pens tucked into on both sides. He's a nerd. He is a nerd. <laughs> um, Fantasy Birkenstocks, of course. Fantasy Birkenstocks. Um, <laughs> not a sponsor. Oh, yeah, not a sponsor. Money. Um, Mel's going to say, um, you know, we're just going on a walk. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. You were inside that, too. <laughs> Am I done? Am I done beatboxing? You I'm good? For now. For now, indeed. Um, uh, you said you were going for a stroll outside, but you were inside like a tube just just now. So, what's that about, Clarence? I, you ever just be struck by curiosity and think, "Well, now I've never been inside one of these here tombs. Might as well take a gander." And you know what I saw? <clears throat> Dead people. It's a tomb. Well, now, hey, now, Mr. Whippersnapper, you know what happens when you assume you make an ass out of you and me. But yes, you are right. I did see quite a bit of corpses defiled in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And they're, they're, which bits one? Of, I don't know why, uh, you, was, one, I don't know why you were so eager to come into the tomb. Give it like two months. You'll be here soon enough. Oh, because he's old. He's going to die. We got Big. it. <laughs> um, he says, uh, good God. That was now, I, 
I think the real question is what what you're all doing here, because this is the you're in a gra- a graveyard. This is a bad place your town to be. Um, Mel is you- gonna kind of like take in that he's kind of like a nerd, and she's gonna turn to Marie and be like, "Friend of yours?" Uh, I don't believe we have met, uh, but I do like your pocket protectors. Those are very nice. Um, oh well, thank you. That's um. Fantasy L.L. Bean. I got him on shale. Mm-hmm. I'm familiar. Yeah. Uh, listen, we are just uh, going about our business here. So are we cool? Hey, we're totally cool, young lady. Don't worry. I'm all about, I'm uh, out here on my business myself. Of a walk, probably. Do you have, um, by any chance, do you have any hard candy on you? Oh my goodness! Yes, of course I do. Uh, I always, I always come prepared, don't you know? I've got a little. Uh, he does. He fucking pulls out a Werther's original. God damn it! Um, it isn't. You know what um, it is? Non-fantasy, real-life brand Werther's original. Hands wow! Incredible. Okay, Tess, Tess grabs it and then, and, and then she just like shoves it right in her mouth. So she almost. Have... Kicked... Oh good. Yeah. She can she like, doesn't take the wrapper off at first, and she's like, oh crap, and then she does it. Again. <laughs> That's how I, good they are. Maybe now where there's will sponsor us. I want to ask Marie uh, um, what we're looking for. Oh, because sorry, like maybe this guy knows he's been inside of these tombs and has seen things defiled. Maybe he knows something that we don't know. You know are you so, asking Marie or are you asking no, Marie? I'm asking, no, I'm asking Marie. Okay, like, okay, hey, okay. Maybe he can help us find the thing. Because we don't know specifically. We just know it's an organic material, right? As far as I can recall. Well, that's a great question. Marie, do you know what you're looking for? Um, I think so. Yeah. Okay. I think, yeah. It's... uh. It's like the body of like a Triton, I want to say, you know, oh. I need some, I need some like uh, filtration, like waterproofing uh, type you, stuff. A, a Triton? Like a big like fork? The, yeah, I'm also. Oh, no, they're like underwater. Uh, they're like underwater people, I think. Why would underwater people be buried in an above water gray? Well, we're they... gonna ignore that. We're gonna ignore that and just like bless this person for stepping into her character voice to do a character well, voice explanation. <laughs> <laughs> not of someone. It was mine a was a character situation. question. Like I uh, am curious why we would look right? for an underwater creature in an above. Like a, I wasn't being shitty. I know we're all surprised. I wasn't. It was genuine. It sounded like a genuine question. Uh, they are able actually to walk uh, both above land and below sea. It's part of what makes their uh, genetic makeup so interesting and, uh, you know, utilizable after death. Okay, I'm picturing a sea otter then. <laughs> oh. It's just kind of like a blue person. Gary, <laughs> mm. did you say something? Yeah, that, did, did I yeah. roll over? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wanted to do an insight check on this old guy. Okay, what you look? What are you looking for? I want to see that. I want to see if he's like better, like at fighting than you would expect him to be. Like if he, if he's like muscles are more toned than he's letting on or something. Mm. A sexiness check. Give it to me. You get it. You get it. How hot is he? (laughs) Turn turn around, Grandpa. Granddaddy. Insights. We're into gilfs on this podcast. Oh, <laughs> 19 plus one is 20. All right. <clears throat> I'll tell you what. Wow. You can see he's, inside him. He's, fuck. Yeah. he's definitely, he's quite sexy, Gareth. Um, toned calves. You know, maybe there's a reason he's wearing those shorts, you know, because you can see like he's got some legs on him. But um, with an inside check that good, Gareth, I will tell you, um, he's got some dirt on his uh, on his vest. He was sort of like, 
sprawled across one shoulder and also on his shorts. Um, and there's some dirt on his uh, socks. And you can tell because they're bright white tube socks. Word. Can I, can I go over and just shake his hand? He's going to steal something from this old man. <laughs> Maybe um, Werther's. Yes, he gets also, he gets a Werther's as well. I think Gareth, he reaches into a pocket and holds out a Werther's and says, don't worry, don't now, don't you worry, young man. I've got plenty to spare. Right? You want a Werther's original? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take the Werther's, put it in the pocket, but I extend my hand out and you're like, Listen, you 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 can go back on your walk if you let us uh, be what we uh here. No harm, no foul. We can both move on with our nights. You know, you young man. Now you remind me of Bernard. You know, always out there with the questions, always wanting to know more and having all sorts of expulsions and sort of like bodily functions. You know, boy, oh boy, Bernard, he loved to he loved to fart. That guy. Uh, you remind me of Bernard. Lie. Have you seen Bernard? Not recently. Are no. you having a stroke? <laughs> no, that's that's ages, young lady. Just because I talk like this and carry Werther's Originals doesn't mean I'm in danger of having a stroke. I drink plenty of orange juice. This no, it's more of a confusion. Like... Also, not sure what orange juice would do about it. Um... Gareth, he notably does not shake your hand. Wow. Sus. I find that weird. Now... Weird. I'm going to talk to the young lady that seems like she's in charge of the whole scenario. Um, and that's you with the 18 bags of stuff over there. Now, I know that you know that I know that we are in the business of, uh, now let's call it what it is, liberating certain body parts from this here graveyard. This is a very crude way of uh, describing, you know, the, pro the, the, the progression not, not a good Are French you okay word. There? That's a that's a tough French word. Dog. Real <laughs> talk. No, you did great. The progression of research and science, you know, uh, expanding the boundaries of, uh, you know, the arcane and the anatomical uh, is what I am in the business of. But you know, if you want to call it, you know, whatever. Grave robbing. Yeah, you know that's... what I call it is I call it stew. Ew. And listen, this year times of fantasy COVID. Meat's gotten a little pricey, and uh, hey, sometimes it's fresh, sometimes it's not so fresh, and they then you know, how I won't ask any questions of you if you don't ask any questions of me. So, can, how can does, I, how does Josh Pat feel about this guy? Because <laughs> yeah, also, Josh Pat's like, oh, bones. Josh Pat is, I think, more focused on the person and is now actively growling. Mm. Um, well, Arnold, what'd you say? Automatically put so, like. Mel on, yeah, like hand, like very ready to pull if she has to. So can I? Can I be like, uh, okay? So Arnold, Arnold is gonna look at him and just be like, oh, look, they don't know this about me, but I'm a big fan of the flavor, if you know what I mean. Um, I, um, I, I have. It's been. I've have been you, with young man? Have you been to Flavor Town? I've been to Flavor Town. <laughs> so, so I, I just have to say, and I, I kind of try to whisper to him, I'm like, I haven't had Triton me in a while i was like so i look at them and I'm like they don't know but i'm looking for some triton meat i just need you know i was like could you help me find it possibly my dear boy i would be delighted <gasps> to, to usher you into the sweet sanctum of that flavorful tender meat my god why didn't you say so to begin with i will show you into my inner temple of delectability now have you done the rituals have you uh, is your workstation clean you know what i'm talking about 
you know I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay, now hey, now I don't mean I mean zero offense here. Have you brought you you've brought the stuff? Yes, the sage, the garlic, the fantasy old bay. Oh yes. Well, we we planned on or I plan on eating. You're on preparing when I'm not uh-huh. necessarily with the uh, company. You understand? So you'll be, you'll be removing it from the premises and then you'll Absolutely. be preparing it. On, I see. I see. Are you guys fucking the Triton? <laughs> That's what it sounds like. I'm preparing it for the fucking is the thing. <laughs> no. All right. No. Uh, Arnold, hit me with a hit me with a persuasion check with advantage for that sweet, sweet lie. Got it. Oh, come on. That wasn't a lie, bestie. Sounds like you guys are fucking the title. I'm stressed. Because Arnold just telling the All truth right. right there. Let me try one more. I got a really He's good like, one. oh, she also wants Triton? What a coincidence. <laughs> wow. Yes. Are you fucking kidding me? Yes. Okay. Okay, so I got 24. Oof. Did you get a net 20? No, I got 18. I was close. All right. All right. Um, okay. I think this guy says, all right, now, now here's the dealio. I uh, I know it's, gosh darn it, it's in this here. It's in this here hollow. It's right, it's right over there. Now you're going to have to uh, be a little cautious because I think this here young lady has been uh, digging around all these parts and she's almost, she's almost ruined this, this one, this one spot. Now I only know, I only know about it. She doesn't know anything, any kind of thing. She just comes in here, blunders around and leaves. But you and I were here for the flavor, you understand? So I could, I could be willing to show you where this here thing is. Arnold's Arnold's uh, arc is him turning into a rare animal poacher. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, Arnold uh, stepping above table here to get rid of that phony baloney character voice that's been haunting my nightmares for the last five <laughs> minutes. Um, he points to uh, one of the uh, doors set into the hillside currently closed uh and uh marie you actually sorry <clears throat> marie you actually uh recognize the door that he points to as being one of these he's also by the way not bothering to keep his voice down all of you can hear him very clearly mm-hmm. um i do assume uh that you are all cannibals uh at this point i think i do think low-key that's what arnold's insinuating yeah yeah that this guy is vibing on um but he I does still point think to that a... you guys are all just fucking the tripe. It's just like, oh god. Hey man, one man's oh, one man's eating is another man. Never mind. Um, but he does point to a door that you are familiar with, Marie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says he he has insinuated that you you have bumbled your way through it and you do not know what you were doing. Uh, excuse me, I am very aware of uh, you know this location, what I'm doing. Uh, do I actually know what the door is? <laughs> you you have explored all of these graves. Okay. Um, I think you are much more careful in your approach. You you close the doors behind you. You make it look like there uh, has hasn't been anybody here. Obviously, not uh, wanting to bring up suspicion, being a uh, a sort of grave robber. Um, mm-hmm. But you've definitely been into where he's pointing, and I wonder if you wouldn't bristle at the the assumption that you are. Um, not doing the the right job. Uh, excuse moi, I am a professional, and I've absolutely been uh, through that door. I know this whole place, like the back of my hand, uh, and we don't need any help. And I, yeah, I'll I'll turn the knob and <laughs> march through it. Okay, fuck yeah. Um, Mel and uh, Tess and Gareth, you see uh, 
Marie, the the uh, goggled woman, uh, sort of like march away and like throw open the door to a tomb and like walk inside, shoulders held high. Um, and this old man sort of like rolls his eyes and says, well, you can never really teach young whippersnappers where, I mean, they're always going to do what they're going to do. They don't know the flavor. All right, that's a pee time. Pee break. All right, let's take pee a break. break. Let's, let's bring it back. right now. Darian, don't talk shit about me while my headphones are on. I'm going to make myself. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Alex. Fuck you. Fuck you. You stupid Got bitch. Him. God, I can't wait till you're editing this episode and you're like, oh, I hope Darian didn't say anything mean. Fuck you, you big smelly <laughs> I loser. saw that tweet. <laughs> God, what a bitch. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons Real Quick Podcast, Critically Stupid. I am your Dungeon Master, Alexander James. I'm so stoked you're here. Give me just a couple of seconds. I'll have you right back to the show. Uh, we are, for legal purposes, playing Waterdeep, Dragon Heist, an official Dungeons and Dragons licensed module written by Chris Perkins, Scott Fitzgerald Gray, Kim Mohan, and Michelle Carter. Um, if you or any of your buds would like to get into D&D, I recommend you go to dnd.wizards.com and check out all the dope-ass shit that they've got there. They've got bicycles that will uh, teleport you through time and space, sort of TARDIS-style. They've got dice that you can roll and then make cool uh, things happen with your imagination. Uh, and then they've also got uh, pencils with cute little dungeon erasers on them. So check out all of the swag that you can pick up at dnd.wizards.com. Uh, if you would like to end up as a character on our show, you can tweet us at Crit Stupid. Let us know what you thought of the most recent episode. Uh, tell us if you think we're doing a good job. Tell us a joke. If you want to tell me a not, tell us a knock knock joke and say, "Hey, at Crit Stupid, knock knock," and then at Crit Stupid will respond and say, uh, "Who's there?" And then you will say, uh, "Banana," and Crit Stupid will say, oh, "Banana who?" And then you'll say, "Banana do 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 banana," and then you'll sing a song, and it'll be great. I hate myself for telling that joke. Oh God, I need a nap. Anyway, you could end up as a character like, uh, in this particular episode, L. That would be uh, at L-A-U-R-E-T-A-N-O-W-R-I-T-E-S, at Loretano writes. Uh, L tweeted at us when we only had a couple of episodes on the air, uh, and she's been a huge supporter of the show, we retweeting and, and interacting with us and liking all of our episodes. So L, thank you so much. I think your uh, character is super fucking cool, so I really am excited to see her again. Um so again, L, thank you so much for supporting the show. We're doing that big YouTube push, trying to get to the magical number of 1,000 subscribers so that we can get access to better recording software, uh, better mics, better lighting, better all sorts of stuff to generally give you, the, the audience, a better show. Uh, so if you haven't yet, I would very much appreciate it if you could subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, if you listen to us audio only, if you could give us a, a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, anything to help us get pushed up in the algorithm so that we can get in front of new uh, listeners who might like what we do, like you, hopefully. Um, that's all I got. I'm going to keep it real simple today. Um, thank you for being here. Thank you for watching. Uh, thank you for subscribing and rating and reviewing all of those things. Um, and you take it squeezy out there, okay? I love you. Bye. Anthony, are you ready to record our very first solo Libra's Arcana ad? I've never been less ready for anything in my entire life. Let's do this. I'm so excited. So what I've got here is I've got three immaculate Libra's Arcana dice. Uh, beautiful, by the way. The, I'm a big fan of the Dreamsicle collection that came out last month. Um, it kind of looks edible in a way. I that... was going to say I ate mine in the first hour. So I need more <laughs> Libra's Arcana. Send me more of those dice. Got to eat more of these dice. Um, 
I'm going to roll them and then uh, I'm going to I'm going to get you to do a, an ad copy based on what the dice say, because we are, as always, servants to these sweet, sweet dice. Are you ready? Absolutely. Yeah, they are our lords. OK, let me check my phony baloney notes here. <clears throat> OK, so uh, you have to do it in a French accent. Uh, oh, the one I can do. Yes, Alex. you have your your approach has to be sexy uh, and you are focusing on the monthly subscription from Libras okay, Arcana. Please sexy. and thank you. Sexy, I can stumble through, Alex. We can do this. All right. Sexy French monthly subscription. Got it. Okay, ready? Ready. Bonjour. It is I, the... It is I, the uh, seller of the Libris Arcana dice. The most prominent, most beautiful dice in all the world. If you do not understand, these dice are available monthly subscription, on a monthly subscription. You must have them. They are gorgeous. Every month you get new dice. They are fantastic. Honestly, honestly, really good. I was hoping that I could get you to trip up on the sexiness, but th that was somehow super French and super sexy at the same time. Thank you. Everybody, you should go to LibrisArcana.com uh, and check out all of the great dice that uh, these people have. They they have anything from uh, standard TTRPG sets to specialty sets that are hand cast in resin. Uh, they have monthly subscriptions, as my uh, sexy French friend Anthony just informed oh, you. Um, you can sign up for one month at a time. You can do it as a gift to a loved one. You know, Mother's Day is coming up. Father's Day is coming up. If one of your parents happens to be a nerd, uh, sign them up for a set of dice to show up at their door. You can do it for as long or as little as you like. You can cancel as soon as you sign up. Never um, cancel. It's illegal to cancel, however. Apparently, yeah, I mean, in, apparently in France, it's illegal to cancel, but that's yeah. fine. Specifically in uh, fantasy France. Yes. <laughs> fantasy France, it's illegal to cancel. If you go to librisarcana.com and use our special discount code STUPID20, S-T-U-P-I-D in the numbers two zero, uh, you can get 20% off your total order. That's uh, librisarcana.com with the discount code STUPID20. You got to do it. These dice are immaculate and there are new sets every month that are a surprise to everybody except, I assume, the people who made it. Although, wouldn't it be fucking wild if it, wasn't, if it was if a surprise no to them too? <laughs> what have we done here? We have completely destroyed the world. I'll do it. They might. Um, also, super sexy dice. Get them in your mouth. Or don't. I don't know if we're left. But I put them in my mouth. That's how I spat. Okay. Um, welcome back, dear listener. We're all back from our bathroom break. And we feel great and drink. refreshed. I Fresh babies all so around. Well. Okay. Um... You all see uh, Marie walk into this tomb. Um, Marie, uh, Marie. <laughs> Marie, you know, if it's not Marie. everyone Marie. can, uh, you know. Yeah. Hit, uh, hit that R. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you know, yes, I'm perfect at it. I'm <laughs> really good, but, you know, it's not for everyone. Uh Marie, how many times how many times would you say you visited each of these tombs? Like would you have like a like a, a fully exhaust one and move along process, or would you hit the highlights of each one looking for the parts that you need so as to to disturb the contents of the tomb minimally? I think I typically have a part in mind and I kind of um, you know, try to cross-reference by like family or whatever else uh, mm -hmm. to find that part. So I've got like a bit of a map in my head already. Uh, but it's not necessarily like complete because it's like look until you find the thing. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So I think in in preparing this specific project, you've uh, hit most of these tombs 
maybe several times as the parts that you need uh, for this project become sort of rarer and rarer. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't want to make assumptions about the extent of the of the things that you need but um i imagine some of them are sort of like easier to find than others and this last part that you need is proved pretty pretty difficult to find yeah um mainly because finding the body of like a full-blown triton in a land-based cemetery in a major urban city has proven to be pretty difficult um there's like triton town you know I mean, everybody knows about the famous Waterdeep Cemetery, Triton Town, where all of the Tritons are buried. But um, <laughs> I'm just gonna mess up your world real good. No, no, no. My, you know uh, what it is. You know what it is? Okay, first of all, Sabina, like, <laughs> fucking get out of here. It's a gated community, and you don't have access. So we call it Little Society. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd, like, I'd like to imagine that there are other towns that have normal names, but like one of them is like Triton Town for some reason. Oh. Like, oh, have you been to White Peopleville? <laughs> yeah it's near connecticut <laughs> um okay but walking into this tune marie um you you've definitely been in here before so like even the fact that this old man referenced this tomb as you walk in you walked in i think because your pride demanded it but even even now being here you're like I, i've seen everything that there is in here you've cataloged all of these all of these remains you've got them nicely packed up into their alcoves um and then behind you you hear this old man's voice float over the uh clearing almost almost mocking and says like Oh yes, well, uh, she knows everything that she knows, doesn't she? But she hasn't checked that back right corner, has she now? And uh, if you if you step into that back right corner, what you assumed was just like another piece of this sort of like in hill mausoleum. It sort of punches into the into the hill as it goes down into the cemetery. Um, it's like a little like a quarter of an alcove. It's a, it's not even a foot back. Um, what would you do in this scenario? Can I examine the area before approaching it? Oh, before approaching it. Yeah, absolutely. Hit me with a perception check. I like that you said, oh, before approaching it, uh, kind of disappointed. Nah, that's not me. Arnold, <laughs> hit me with an insight check. You have it. Hit me with a bomb defusal check. Uh, you're not going to believe it, but I got a 19. Whoa. All right. The people are going to think that I'm cheating but I'm not. It's all D&D &D beyond. All of these guys could be cheating and I would have no idea. <laughs> so it's funny. I actually just roll the dice so he hears it thunk on the table and then I go, hmm, 18. <laughs> <laughs> Arnold, what'd you get? Uh, 17. That's quite good. Um, so, Marie, you, I think like, have a, a Maybe it's a maybe it's a small shovel or an archaeologist's hammer, sort of like a, you have a small testing implement that you're using to sort of like move around this space because you do, I think, genuinely have a care for the remains that are in here. You're not you're not out here with a big like ditch digger shovel, um, but you drop it into the floor of this little half an alcove, and even with the lightest drop, it does thunk on wood mm. right off the jump. Arnold, you see this old man smile. Um, and say, now that's that's where the flavor is, my boy. Bernard always used to say, you gotta like, you gotta want it, you gotta really know where the flavor is. <clears throat> um, but it's kind of wild, Arnold. There's almost like um, 
So this guy's holding a lantern, right? I don't know. I started doing a monologue while I was holding a lantern, and then I stopped because my arm gets tired doing that. Um, but for a split second, Arnold, you almost see the light of this lantern sort of reflect oddly against the skin of this guy's arm. Yes, can I, Mel. Can I, can I do a thing? Absolutely, you can. Please step into the scene. <laughs> I have a spell. Whoa. Can... What? You got Holy shit. I can expend a ranger spell slot to see if there's any, um, a bunch of things, but including undead are present. Ooh, detect within. undead. Oh, oh man. Bang. I love this. I don't know what that means, but I'm excited. Look at Alex's dumb fucking face right now. I know. Uh, you're the uh, one that made uh, the thing. Bessie, you got you... detect undead on that spell spell? No, it's you know, in our character sheets, Alex. You made it. <clears throat> I mean, I obviously, it. I did. Yeah, uh, for sure. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, does it do? You but roll I don't for know it? how to do it. I think it. I think you just—it's one of those one a day abilities or something. You know. Alex, right. Alex is just like, well, it's actually like super complicated. We really don't really. <laughs> He's like, like you got to roll right like now. ten dice, but you have to know which dice I mean within two minutes, and right there, I have failed. <laughs> much, much to my infinite dismay. Um, this is not a spell that Bessie's got to roll for. This actually just happens. Um, so, uh, best Diana, I think you cast this spell for the first time. (laughs) Might I add, wait, wait, is this something that you just acquired or something you've had literally from the something I've had literally the whole fucking time and just (laughs) never fucking read the sheet. I like never scrolled that far down because he <laughs> circled the three boxes in red that I would need. And it I just happened to be yep. like playing with the scroll on my mouse. I swear to God. All right. I, I am um, in, entirely undone. Uh, yeah, Bessie, I think you, you cast the spell um, and you see the light from this lantern that this figure is is holding move entirely through its now immaterial arm holding it. But in addition to uh, the immaterial arm, uh, arm holding it, like that's just one of the reveals that you get as there's sort of like, I imagine there's like a cold wind that blows and ruffles the leaves and dirt and small twigs of this uh, hollow sort of like bursting outward. Um, but this old man suddenly changes in front of you the skin of his uh old gnarled veiny hands peels back and rolls up his uh up his arm revealing gridlock scales and long taloned webbed fingers and suddenly as he's talking to arnold mid-sentence you see water start boiling and like dripping from his now sharpened teeth uh and you see gills sprout uh below his below his jawline um and you're suddenly looking at a standing on two legs fish person that'll work get him (laughs) (laughs) am i close enough just to lunge at him can we all um, see this? Do we all see yeah. the fish person? Yeah, can we all see this? I oh, never mind. <laughs> is it just Diana? <laughs> Marie, you're though. deep in this tomb. Thanks be to God. Um, I think primeval awareness is just. I think it's just the ranger because she's perceiving it. So balls no. in Mel's court. Who's? Yeah, Please who's tell me the competent one is standing near me. 
You're standing next it's... to Tess. So first of all, nah. Um, Excuse me. <laughs> I'm, I'm confident. I'm, I'm just stupid. <laughs> I'm just confident. Although, the, although Gareth can't read, he is by and far the more competent. Uh, like, yeah. like him and yeah. I would be done with this whole fucking campaign without y'all. <laughs> like, we would have gone through yeah, it. Run. Um, I mean, Arnold and Gareth are definitely within five feet of this figure. I think while Arnold has been talking to it, because Arnold walked up to Gareth while Gareth was having this conversation. Yeah, because I was trying to, my my hand is still extended. Yeah, Gareth's still like. (laughs) Well, and that's kind of why I was hoping that he was closer to me too. Does the creature know that I can see it for what it It, is? It doesn't seem so. Wouldn't Tess smell like any sort of fishiness from him? No, because this is a it's a self-based spell test. Like similarly to how Arnold thinks he's conversing with an old man, Gary and thinks Gareth thinks he's shaking hands with an old man. You just smell an old man. I see. You, but you you also smell that cold scent of earth that you had previously maybe mistaken for like the hillside he just walked out of. Right. I thought maybe he shoved the Werthers in the gills or something. <laughs> that's how I smelled it. That's how that's how you eat a Werther's original baby. <laughs> You cram it back there. We're, we're going to get the sponsorship. Yeah, I'm working on this sponsorship for you guys. <laughs> Dear Werther's, please give us money. <laughs> Bessie, what are we up to? Um, I'm wondering if I can tell, and the the answer may be no, I'm learning so many new things today. Can can I tell, like, if he is got, like, dangerous intent versus he's just trying to throw us off because he might know that we want to kill him and Arnold wants to eat him? I think he is still having the same conversation with Arnold that he's been having. He doesn't seem to notice that you have cast the spell. But can I tell anything like about and his again, his bearing is but... exactly the same as it was before you cast the spell. Okay. Nothing about him Nothing and his and his manner okay. has changed. Okay. Okay. Um I was closest to me. Damn. Um I am concerned for Marie because she just went where the thing told her to go. Yeah, I'm like sticking my head. So I think (laughs) I almost want to like nudge. I want to tell Josh Pitt to speak and like bark and maybe pull her out. Like she'll hear the commotion. Um, okay, I think you like, can. Like I think can, you like, can do that. No problem. You can. I mean, you I can feel tell like Josh trained that, yeah. him at least to speak. Like you know, yeah. that's like that's like an early pup train thing. Um, and Josh I want him to just... again, like bark toward the tomb, which I think will also trigger the smarter one to realize that something's up. All right, Josh so everybody here, full English. Hey, hey, come over here. <laughs> <laughs> Something's going on. I would love to hear Josh Pat's <laughs> accent come out of Bessie's voice. If I could just sort of demand that character voice just while you know. Oh, crazy. Why, a what, dog. A, what a one way street that is. Um, I think. All right. First of all, everybody hears Josh Pat start, bark, start barking. Um, Gareth and Arnold, it pulls you away from this old dude fucking talking about whatever the hell he's talking about as old people are wont to do. Um Marie, you <clears throat> Marie, you hear this uh, this dog barking. However, it's sort of like the second sound you hear because the first sound you hear is a violent splintering of wood as a webbed, taloned, skeleton hand bursts out of the ground and grabs your neck and is going to try and gra- uh, grab you. But it's going to roll a four, which is uh, laughable. So you manage to jump up and away from it pretty pretty quick should you like to. <clears throat> 
Uh, I will, and then I'll uh, pull out my uh, crossbow and be like, oh, I found one. It's still alive, but that's not a concern. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Um, you nice. shoot at it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it tried to grab me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's do it. Let's do it as a reaction. Let's hit it real quick. Okay, cool. I'm gonna. Can I uh, use an acid arrow that I have as my? If you can thing? explain why you would have it already loaded. Oh, um, I actually have a um, uh, infusion uh, that lets me ignore the loading property of my right. uh, ranged weapon. <laughs> Absolutely. I also I, have that. I didn't make that up. That's on there. <laughs> Yeah, do you, Arnold? Do you also yeah, have that? Why? I also have that for everything. Uh, Marie, I think uh, I like to imagine it as you've got like your your own person is like bedazzled with like little like tiny potions. So maybe you like crush one of those. But like, yeah, you've got that arrow <clears throat> locked and loaded on your crossbow. Give me that attack. Yeah, you just have a pocket full of acid. You just like dip an arrow in. <laughs> just yeah. loose acid. Loose acid. <laughs> <laughs> the infusion also makes it so that I don't need uh, bolts for it. They just magically appear. It's pretty sick. Depending what kind of acid you got there, he might just be going on a real nice vacation. Dude, could you imagine weaponized LSD? That'd be insane. Oh my God. <laughs> put, it in, put, put it in my t-shirt cannon. I was going to say, can I just stand right in front of that? Or I finally found something I'm willing to die for. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. My acid connect is That's uh, a joke, still going strong. Don't do it. There are many things I would. Okay, <laughs> what'd you get? Or fifteen to avoid. Fifteen will hit. Roll me some damage. Stop okay. talking about drugs, Bessie. We're doing stuff. I was actually talking about, talk about dying this dying time. Yeah. It's the other. It's the other thing. The other that I'm thing. Really the good other at. fixation. Yes, too. Yeah. <laughs> get your ice water. for drugs and dying, right? Get your ice water. <laughs> I'm trying to, okay, uh, I think it's 10 damage with the acid. I don't know. Jesus, God. All right. I, um, you. <laughs> I'm you trying fired... to figure it out. I'll take 10. That's fine. We're kind of playing it loosey-goosey here. Yeah, it's 44. Anyway. It's 44. That's correct. Yep. Four deep. Fuck me. All right. Uh, you fire an air, uh, a bolt into the sort of confines of what now you can see to be a shattered coffin as this uh, creature lunges up towards you. Um and you hear this bolt strike against bone with a sharp, like, snapping sound, almost like a carrot snapping in half. Um, and there's an agonized wail from beyond the other side of the grave. Oh, I was definitely... What happened to this whale? Animal. Yeah. Is it okay? It's not a fish. It's not a fish, though. Um, Arnold, like the you, shark, which is you hear an otherworldly cry of pain and anguish come from inside the hill that uh, Marie just walked into. And... Uh, <laughs> From behind you, as you're as you're sort of looking away, uh, you hear this old man mutter like, "Well, now I did tell that whippersnapper that she always thinks she knows what she's doing, and sometimes she struggles into something that maybe, you know, maybe hey, sometimes she's looking for corpses, and sometimes corpses is looking for her." Can uh, I, and can Arnold I, like, would jump him. Well, you can. I was gonna do a cool narrative bit where like Arnold turned oh. around and then there was like a fish person like actually looking at him and like dripping <laughs> do it, do seawater. No, do I it. can't do it anymore now because Gareth wants to do an action, which is totally fine. Gareth, jump that sea bitch. Hell yeah. Uh, if, what am I if rolling? Give me acrobatics or athletics. I'll let you choose. I definitely acrobatics am though. I'm going to definitely do acrobatics. Gareth is not particularly strong. I rolled a. Ooh, fuck me. That is a six. Okay, I'll tell you what. Low-key a blessing, Gareth, because you hurl yourself at this old man and 
fully go straight through him and eat a bunch of dirt on the other side of him as you collapse into the ground. Uh, uh, Arnold, you see uh, this like sharp tooth seawater grin expand almost like Stevie the wild card from Lady Yalagralhan's manor um, as he starts to evaporate in a cloud of almost like sea fog. And you hear this sort of like spectral cold voice say, well, now I did tell that young whippersnapper. It's all about the flavor. How cool Say hi to Bernard ghost for me. For the ghost mafia be though. Uh, he is fully gone, Arnold. Okay. You okay. couldn't have made that, that one your mascot. best friend? I was, try- I was about to try again, but he's gone. Just like all my other Wait. friends and everyone else. Wait, the old man is gone to. now. The old man is gone. Uh, Marie, are you? Would you like shout or cry out? Or would you fight in silence? How's what's your vibe? Oh yeah, I think I would be like actively talking. Like I'm not sure that this is a Titan, but I think it should have the same uh, genetic basis. Uh, so I'm just going to start uh, attacking it until it's dead. I think I Again. think. <laughs> in the kerfuffle, Tess would take her more comfortable form into okay. into cow mode. I think she would start going after Marie because I think she thinks Marie's really cool. So um, I also think Marie is pretty cool. Yeah, to be fair, so I think um, I think she went into she's at Cowtess is is headed towards Marie. All right, uh, Marie, you turn around to see a full on uh, cow walk into the oh. walk into the confines of this tomb um, with wearing wearing what are now I will say pretty ratty tattered overalls that have been like there. shredded and stitched together and shredded and stitched together. Um, they're hanging out. There's an udder hanging out and a full head of curly hair. Excellent. Yeah, I think I'll like stop and then have you like twirl so I can like take some notes really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> you're getting you're getting like attacked. You're like just this does like a catwalk strut. Yeah, a, a catwalk. Catwalk. Cow cow sorry. The pun was uh, right there, Tess. Oh, my God. Well, I was thinking that if you would let Mahri actually be a cow, she could have been Muri, and that would have been... <sighs> we could have been cows together. I, 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 my cow idea was... Uh... It was banned. so moving. It was so <laughs> funny. And I was literally like, the, the only time I've ever said no to a guest's idea was I was just like, I, we are so full up on cow humor. It's fucking crazy. How dare How dare indeed. How dare you? deprived us of Mufi. Amazing. There's no way that I'm the bad guy again. I hate it here. How dare you? It's literally genius. Me and... Uh, Tess is a cow. What's the vibe? Tess, you walk in uh, and see a uh, a skeletal form scrabbling up out of the dirt, zombie land style. Um, I think she would ask Marie, like, what what do what do we do? Do we is this bad? Is it good? Do we like this? Do we not like this? We just eat we, it? we need to neutralize it. Um, I, this is very cool that you're speaking to me as a cow. I like it. Um, oh yeah. Uh, we we just need to uh, you know grab some parts. It doesn't we don't it doesn't need to be super clean. So just you know hit him with whatever you got. Should be fine. I have hooves. Perfect. Okay. So Arnold I'm takes out the, his long sword, and I want to. I just want to like rip it out and just be like, what part do you need? <laughs> just, <laughs> All right. Bones. Arnold, <laughs> you are like sprinting across the clearing, just like, what yeah. do you need? What do you need? Like, yeah, it just. Mel and Gareth are backing away from them. They're like, we can finally get away from them. Gareth's face is full of fucking dirt at the moment, actually. <laughs> I like to so think she's like, like, did you guys, like, did did you guys ever see wait? that? 
almost 2,000 pounds. So that's true. I'm going to uh, stay with the action instead of making a George of the Jungle reference. Um, I fucking love that movie. Please make the it's joke. It's so good. Do you guys remember when that guy like face planted into that pile of elephant poo and everybody made fun of him? That's sort of what I see Gareth doing in the dirt <laughs> after diving through this ghost. <laughs> No, and then the guy cuts to the camera and says, bad man landed poop. Anyway. Um, and now we point and laugh. <laughs> what a great film. Oh, and I'm test. Sorry, sorry. I forgot. Um, for the visual visual listeners, this is I got this for whenever <gasps> I'm in cow oh, mode. Oh, my God. It is a cow hat. I love that so much. Oh, my God. This is so fucking much. Incredible. Uh, Spotify, Spotify listeners, check out check out our YouTube page, subscribe, etc. It's great. It's All right, uh, yeah, audio listeners, imagine the best thing you've ever seen, <laughs> and now really imagine good. Jess wearing a cow bucket hat. <laughs> and now imagine the opposite. <laughs> imagine that briefcase from Pulp Fiction, and now Jess is wearing a cow bucket hat. <laughs> okay, uh, Tess, if you're gonna stomp, roll that damage for me. Oh, how do I do that? All right, roll a roll a d20 and add three to it, please. Oh. That hat is so good. Thank you. I'm so excited about it. Mm. I am too. B20 plus three. Roll. I would like it if all of us got that hat except Bestie. 17. And we just surprise him with the hat. 17 is quite four. good. Uh gimme uh gimme one D6 plus three, please. One D6 plus three. Boy, this this skeleton's about to have a real bad time. Eight. He's already dead. Fuck! fucking worse can it get all right uh tess you see a skeleton sort of like start crawling up from this uh this coffin and he's got like cartilaginous webbed skeleton fingers and is like crawling up and like spewing dirt and other like profanities in a language you don't speak uh and then i think you just like i think you just shatter its skull just from like cheekbone to cheekbone with one hoof um and marie you hear uh uh, a clattering sound as this thing's head spins off its spinal cord uh, and it falls sort of like dead in front of its coffin. Uh, is it still moving or is that, is that the end? It's twitching it? pretty bad. It's twitching pretty bad. Okay. Uh, um, but actually as it twitches, you can see that it's not fully uh, a skeleton. It actually has like musculature and bits of its internal organs left. Albeit, I will say in this sweet, sweet rot of gentle decay. Um, if I don't need initiative or anything, I'm just going to take out a little dustpan and start with the, with the skull pieces, just collecting up. Okay, them sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you get all those skull pieces. Um, yeah. the old guy is now fully gone because Bessie had a spell that I entirely forgot about. And so <laughs> sort of took the, took the carrot out of that whole, uh, exchange that I had planned and that's fine. I'm not mad about that in the slightest. Marie, what piece do you need specifically for your ship? You got it. I think I actually just need marrow from the bones. Oh. Uh, so I can like just grab a couple femurs and just. They're so, yeah. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, Murray, they're super yeah. juicy. Yeah, they are. You yeah. uh, you snap one of those femurs and then the marrow falls out like a cold spaghetti noodle. Yes. It's been a little bit overcooked. It's crazy. Like the last of them cries out, but the it's just, you know, it's really waterproofed in there. She takes another one, just cracks it open. I have never been more disturbed by skeleton go-gurt in my life. You invented an old person cannibal. I, you know what? He wasn't a cannibal before Arnold suggested that he was a cannibal. Oh. Um, 
seemed appropriate. Is this is this is this job done for you, Marie? Is this? Oh yeah, you? you know what? I think we are good to go. I can take you uh, right to the bathysphere. One quick stop, and then uh, we'll take you wherever you need to go. What did you need to do again? Get some sort of photo, or yeah, something like that. Unimportant. Okay, uh, listen. We don't need to tell each other everything. It's fine. It's only important that we know the details of why you are doing it to make <laughs> yeah, sure yeah, you're not shady. I figured we that was... Well, we know we are not shady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Everything about these four idiots is above board. Yeah, you know, the, the experienced grave robbers, <laughs> all of us. It's fine. All right. Uh, let's hit another smash cut. Um, Marie, what smash time cut. do you... What time do you... Oh, sorry. Smash cut. Uh, Marie, what time do you suggest they meet you at the harbor? Would you go for like a morning uh, a morning uh, voyage or an evening voyage, a nighttime voyage? What's your vibe? We have time for a nap. Uh, I think morning. I think okay. the science vibe is usually morning. Mm, um, okay. Uh, I think maybe she would cite something about the tides, but Sabina doesn't know anything about the tides. so I Honestly, I Alex doesn't know shit about the tides yeah. either. So like, we'll say it's a tide. Yeah, there's tide. There's, there's tide happening. Yeah. In or out? <laughs> um, yes, both somehow. You grew up on the coast, Alex. I you don't know where I grew up, Jess. Real That's talk, true, you have actually. no fucking idea. I have no idea. Okay. Um, okay, so uh, let's let's smash cut to the following morning. Um, it's the golden hour. The sun is just starting to creep up over the mountains to the east of Waterdeep, um, and you all are uh, exhausted and carrying cups of like fantasy coffee as you make your way down to the uh the docks at high tide at least it doesn't smell like rotting fish you've been down to these to the dock part of water deep several times in the last week but this is probably the best it smelled um you walk out onto the the designated pier that uh marie told you to to meet her at um and I'll let I'll let Marie uh, tell you what you see waiting for you at the end of this long and uh, somewhat rickety pier. Yeah, I think she would be waiting for you, uh, kind of on the pier. Um, uh, but as you, uh, you know, she she would kind of beckon you over, um, and she would like hit like a little like uh, device button, and you would hear like a little trip trip. Cute. Fuck yeah. Alarm. The water would kind of fall off uh, the top of this. It is like a, it's like a metallic-ish kind of looking uh, sphere um, as it uh, rises to the surface uh, and a little hatch at the top uh, does like a slow auto open. Um, some arcane symbols around it uh, kind of glow. Like yeah. Convertible. Yeah. Yeah. It gets a little stuck and I like yeah, yeah. kick it a little bit. There's yeah. like a little like slamming on the others. Like, <laughs> and then it like snaps open. Yep. This, I imagine Tess has to be in human form to fit this, or is there room, Sabina? For oh it? no! Oh I'm, no! While there might be room <laughs> inside for a cow test, there's the door is a human test or a fey test size. Yeah, it's like a classic hatch situation. <laughs> I mean, I listen. If it'll keep the hat, it can be cow size. <laughs> my head is cold. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, and there's like a little ladder that you can see, and uh, Maria will just hop on in and climb down. Oh yeah, ladders are hard for cows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. But not stairs, apparently. Stairs. We have we have a we lot of cow up. knowledge floating so around this knowledge. podcast. It's fucking crazy. Um, Marie, I'm curious, what is the inside of this bath bathys 
Bathy's ba- cube? Bathy, Bathy sphere. I thought about Bathy calling sphere. it a Bathy cube, but that's next. It's gone. Okay. Don't all worry right, about right. it. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Um, uh, so the main part, uh, under the ladder, once you've like gone down is just like a little, like tiny, uh, pressure, uh, small chamber upstairs. Uh, but there is another hatch into the main chamber, uh, right below. Um, and yeah, she'll just continue right on in. Uh, so the, the main level of this thing, uh, it, you can see it's mostly metallic, but like some kind of like weird magical biological stuff going on too you know you know how it how it be with uh, artificers um uh there are a bunch of windows uh that are like you know very thick a little bit hard to see from uh uh that are kind of just like you know this, porthole this is looking. A, this is an important question for me alex the person above uh-huh. table how big are these windows like what's the horror story vibe that we're about to get are they small mm. portholes or are we talking like a full 360 view into whatever nightmare i can concoct at the bottom of this harbor i i would say they're not quite a full 360 view they're like maybe like four directions but they're pretty okay. big the windows themselves so it's like you know, in terms of horror, like you could see, like you know, something swim by and be like, "What was that?" Gareth wow. actually recognizes one of the runes as the uh, anti-scary monster rune. Mm-hmm. So uh, there aren't any scary monsters allowed near it. <laughs> that is, that's a feature um, that broke a while back, actually. Spider, <laughs> <laughs> um... are you on? <laughs> That smells um anti-monster bug spray. Um, <laughs> it's old, it's faded, it's from like six months ago. It's not gonna do shit. Um no, Tess, I will tell you that the inside of this bathosphere smells like um hot more science. Electric, more science for sure, hot electrical currents, and the stronger smell of very unwashed flesh. Okay. What's up with all this unwashed flesh, man? I don't know, maybe take a shower once in a while, Gareth. Um, Yeah, I feel like you do see, there's like a lot of science junk everywhere um, and like tools and notebooks, but then you do see like a little pillow in a corner and like a bunch of like canteens. It's kind of like, what are those canteens for? Oh. Yeah. Pee. I thought it was like, I thought it was like a nap time spot. I thought the pillow was going to be like made of unwashed flesh i wasn't sure hey listen there's still time gareth don't ever say the word skin pillow while we're on this show together <laughs> cheapest rent in water deep you know all right um i think i think tess would be the first one in because i think she at this point has a crush on marie and think she's really cool <laughs> i think she's really cool too um anybody else have anything they want to do on the surface before we sort of embark on this yeah gareth will say his prayers who do you who does who does Gareth pray to? God of thief. He just he just has like a dollar bill on his wall, like an American <laughs> US dollar bill. Pray to George Washington. Gareth <laughs> plays the E Pluribus Unum. Gareth is super patriotic, but to America. <laughs> it's the Gareth worst is... place. Yeah, never, never mind. Um <laughs> cut that cut that part right out of this podcast. Um yeah, because after our all cops are bastards segments on the last episode, we really so appealed good. to the middle America demographic. You know we what? I think we got to start anymore. appealing to uh, both sides. Mm. So all right. Anyway, come out on top. Um, <laughs> That's how I that think, works. Uh, 
Yeah, like 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 warmongering weapon sellers, we sell to both sides. We win where there's bloodshed. Uh, I think Marie closes this this door. Um, no, goes through the process of like flipping switches, uh, mm-hmm. turning dials. Um, you all feel this uh, this bathosphere sort of like rumble into uh, a low vibrancy electronic life as it sort of like kicks into into motor around you into motor. What the fuck? Um, anyway, it turns on <laughs> and, uh, oh, yeah. Marie, are you, the, are spread. you the pilot? Is there an autopilot? What's the, what's the, what's the driving situation look like? Uh, so uh, yeah, there is a main console. Um, and it's like kind of metal ish. Uh, and there's like a whole bunch of like instruments and, uh, magic sigils. Um, and each magic sigil kind of like has its own, like, thing that it does so she's okay. like touching a bunch of them um i should note that she also uh, stayed up last night to uh integrate the the new marrow into the uh system so it's ready to go okay so continuity you, guys, you know when you when you see marie she has purple bags under her eyes and this bitch is exhausted uh but looks very excited weirdly like there is an like also there is a line of electricity running through marie as she starts flipping these switches and turning these arcane diodes um and she steps up to uh what appears to be like almost like a like an old ship wheel that she has uh, either found foraged or made um that she has set into the middle of this this console that she's like turning around um and with a gentle shudder, uh, the bathosphere releases from the dock, and you all start sinking into the harbor of water deep. Uh, the waters, uh, when you first start out, pretty clear. You know, it's a nice day outside, so it's light. Uh, there's like gentle golden rays slipping through the the ocean moats. Um, as you gently start sinking down, it starts to get darker, and the sun starts slowly sinking up above you. Um, and there's a moment where you see the difference between light and dark day and night, light water, dark water as uh, Marie almost like giggles in excitement. And you see her turn an arcane dial and press down on something. And this bathosphere sinks below the light and you leave the sunlight above you and sink into really dark water. Marie, what's the, uh, what's the lighting situation on the exterior of this bathosphere or is there any? Uh, yeah, I think there's like, uh, there's just kind of one front light, uh, that is like, uh, it kind of like, uh, goes back and forth. A fantasy angler fish. Yeah. 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 Like a little, like a little. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's two googly eyes, like on the front of the (laughs) ship. We're going to wait for Garrett to get back in frame real quick. Because he doesn't like water, and now he's in the thing. How is Josh P? Great question. Um, he didn't love the idea of having to go in it. I, I had to, you know, I'd have to kind of carry him, and he's kind of resigned to it. He doesn't oh, love it. Again, he knows how to swim. He just doesn't like to. So he's just kind of pouting, truthfully. I'm gonna be dead honest and say that I did forget. I did forget about Josh Patrick when I uh planned this arc and it's uh, it's it's a it's a bummer now that the dog's on board Eh, it'll be fine um (laughs) what do you mean by that don't worry about it on the way um save him mel throw him towards me they uh the the bathosphere sinks 
into the surface and you see these lights sort of click on and roll in front of it. Um, I would like uh, perception checks, all four of you, please. Marie, not you. I think, yeah, Marie is kind of like muttering to herself too. Like, I was exactly. like, I'd That's like our friendly neighborhood DM to perceive that I am very fragile and that yes, even killing a fantasy dog Probably no, trigger no a breakdown. Listen, so. listen. I will we die have, a, we have established that Joshua Patrick is like a Pokemon. He will take damage and be knocked unconscious. The dog will never die. I um, will not be killing an animal not on the show. There's actually a little dog diving suit in the corner that you didn't see before. There's a dog scuba suit in the bathosphere. <laughs> we all die suit. except Josh Pat. Uh, I, so I, got a, I, got a, I got a 16, by the way. I like 16 for the rogue. I only got an 11. Okay. I'm not there yet. Are there bees underwater? I don't know. Tell me what you got. Nine. That's not bad. I have a plus four. Doesn't matter. It's still seven. <laughs> bees. Uh, um, There's bees in the submarine. Uh, as, this, as this ship sinks into the dark water, um, the vibrations around you sort of like rolling from the bottom of this bathosphere where you assume the engine is uh, to the top starts shaking the walls a little bit to the point where like, I think there are like little shelves here and there with like little bits and bobs, sciency diodes and whatever, I don't know, science shit lines of sciency bathosphere um, start rattling and like almost falling off the shelves. And for a split second, Gareth, No, never mind. You're fine. What bitch? What the fuck? Uh, the the bathysphere continues to sink deeper into the water. Um, Tess, you start to feel and smell. I think even inside this bathysphere, isolated from the outside water, you smell the area of the harbor where you were the other the other day, trapped in the mud, where that hand burst from from beneath the depths to grab at your hoof. Um, how would you how would you feel as you as you sort of like sink down towards this spot? Like Tess would be um very stressed out. And I think she'd be like stress babbling, like just talking. She'd be like, okay, so when I was here last time, um, there was like this thing, and then she would just like, kind of just keep talking because she's very stressed. And then when she's nervous, she just talks. I think. Okay. Um, um so she's not she's not happy. She's looking at Arnold being like, Do you, do you remember when we were here and it was terrible? Yeah, so I'm just like, I saw it. I saw everything. I was like, I swear, I swear God, it was here. It was right there. It was a hand. Yeah. Uh, you guys sink deeper into this harbor, and Marie is the curiousest, the curious, the curiousest, the most curious thing. Um, your lights are moving over the the muddy bottom of Waterdeep Harbor, and you would know, being a science person, that like the shallower parts of these harbors pretty caked with mud. It's only when you get to the deeper part where it starts being like the rock and like true depths of the harbor that even some of the most advanced scientists of Waterdeep have yet to plumb the depths of. Mm -hmm. um, you pass over what appears to be uh, the chomped on skeletal remains of like a multi-limbed figure uh, buried in the mud. Uh, with burning red eyes and like a cracked glass mask that has been pulled up over its head. Mm. But you continue to twist this diode and you continue to to push this wheel and you all feel this bathysphere continue to shake and continue to rumble. And mm, I'll let the guest do it. Marie, odds or evens? Odds. Oh, bad call, dog. Ugh. Um I'm sorry. You hear an otherworldly wailing 
start to rise from the dark seawater beneath you. Do I Derek recognize that? He a gun and shoots himself in the head. <laughs> it starts ricocheting. Yeah, he killed the whole of us. It's like a bullet from <laughs> once, except, except it just kills everybody. Except the dog. Except the dog. Except the dog, except the dog who's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, Murray, you do not recognize the wailing. How much time have you spent at? I mean, you have the bathysphere, Murray, but oh, yeah. like, how much time have you spent at the bottom of this harbor? This harbor, maybe not a ton. Um, you know, normally I take it out to like different sites. I think. All right, all right, that's fair. Yeah. Um. You don't recognize this wailing. However, Travis, you start to see. Travis owes Gareth some money, so and we're gonna or we're gonna work. resolve we're gonna resolve Travis at a different at a different spot. This is not Travis's time. This is my time. You all start to see shadow figures start to wriggle up from the mud underneath this bathysphere. Um, Bessie, stop fucking DMing me. I'm fucking busy. No one's DMing me. I want to send someone no, it was special. I'm weaving some goddamn fiction here. I have needs. Fucking chill. I'm left out. Um, you see shadowy figures start bursting from the mud buried underneath this bathysphere. You see green hands riddled with like riotous red and white and blue, very patriotic pustules that sort of like sprawl up their hands as the American like the Republican. You see these green hands start to writhe and burst from the mud, uh, followed quickly by long taffy-esque faces screaming in horror as you see like sharp jaws uh angular cheekbones and uh pinched broken cracked teeth as a legion of ghouls bursts from the mud and starts pulling at your bathysphere and marie you feel the controls start to fight against you as they pull this this uh diving instrument deeper into the mud this thing doesn't happen to have any kind of like defense mechanism, does it? Oh, just you wait. Um, what I like to hear. <laughs> I know we were talking a lot of shit when we named ourselves Ghost Mafia, but Legion of Ghouls is also Legion pretty hard. Oh, so good. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm kind of just saying uh, as I'm thinking about what I want to do. Um, can I assign uh, some of these uh, mechanics that I've created for this uh, to others? Absolutely. I would love an in-character sort of like who does what quickly before like it, it's more interesting than just like taking a second to explain what does what because in the moment these ding dongs don't know what they're doing uh perfect yeah i'll be like you bound get on the torpedoes and i'll like point at one of the sigils <laughs> uh gareth that's you hop on the torpedoes bud fucking on it <laughs> Um, uh, it's like a it's yeah. like a wall of of arcane symbols and diodes um, that you have a I'm going to say very passing ability to sort of figure out what does what. Word. I feel like he'd be real good at pictures. I mean, he's had to get by. They are arcane sigils. Pictures is a pretty loose loose description of what they do. Uh, I was I'll, picturing what I was picturing. <laughs> Oh shit! Am I the am I the baddie? Yeah, you're the baddie. <laughs> ah shit! I'm sorry, Bessie. I didn't mean it. I think I'm gonna point at another sigil and be like, uh, "You cow lady, uh, squid ink. Uh, it'll uh, hide us from view, maybe." Woo! Um, the cloudy balls. Mm -hmm. I'm on it. 
It's like a big cloudy ball. Big cloudy balls. Aren't we all? Um, Speak for yourself. May cause big cloudy balls. Uh, you, uh, grumpy woman. Uh, uh, real grumpy. That's what we call her. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually That's what just I call what we myself. Call her in real life. <laughs> That's true. And uh, you, uh, uh, fire a debris uh, using this sigil. Um, I know what some of those words mean. And I'm on it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not giving like very good instructions. <laughs> I think yeah. honestly, honestly, Marie, you're pretty stressed out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. front of you, you can see um, your your dials and your <clears throat> gauges start flashing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't green, like that. And then yellow, and then almost immediately red. Uh, and you hear a horrible scraping sound as the bottom of your bathosphere is pulled against the bedrock of this harbor, like a tin can being scraped against a curb. Oh, that's not good. But what you also hear, uh, Gareth, with I'm going to keep the perception checks that I had you guys roll earlier. Um, in addition to this sort of like wailing of ghouls outside the ship, in addition to the scraping of this uh, this bathosphere against the bedrock, Gareth, you hear a voice muttering almost through the walls, dripping like what you hope to God is an actual water coming inside this bathosphere. And I think... I think, Marie, you notice it happen first. And you turn to the rest of the crew. Almost, I think there's like a moment where maybe you're going to explain what's actually happening, what's actually piloting the ship and is actually controlling it. Before, I guess I'll roll. Let's put some agency in the storyline. Yeah, go ahead. What you got? Oh, no, that was me turning to the... The crew. To the, to the crew. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Um, oh shit. Okay. Um, I think you turn to the crew and there's like a there's like a uh um and then Gareth, you see bursting from the wheel of this ship a pustule riddled clawed hand snatch Marie, excuse me, Marie, uh by the neck. Her poor neck and drag her. Throw, she throws her out one of these windows oh, and, it, and it shatters and That's Marie sad. goes sprawling out into the ocean as dark ocean water starts pouring into the bathosphere Damn and you me. hear that you hear that voice Gareth rise up over the wailing and say now I told that whippersnapper she wasn't gonna she was gonna just stumble into something that really got her one day she doesn't know the flavor Damn, we dead as hell. That's crazy. So before before we before we uh, leave the episode, I'm so sorry. I should have done this at the beginning. Uh, Sabina, first of all, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Um, where can people find you and and what you're working on? Plug plug what you're working on. Oh yeah, um, I uh, am in another actual play podcast. It's called Two Monsters Rolling Dice, uh, where podcasts can be found. Uh, we do uh, an actual play uh, in the Fate system, so it's sort of like storytelling character stuff in like the old west uh it's a lot of comedy but it's also a lot of drama uh <laughs> i've i've listened to the first few episodes and it's way better than our show so like yeah you're, you're very good at this yeah for sure and that's a high bar 
<laughs> yes, we're the best there is and you're better Aww, thanks guys uh thank um, you sabina so much for hanging out with us i i i'm genuinely just like this was incredible i had so much fun thank you so much for having me i right. really enjoyed it yeah